Hi, I'm Todd Killian, and welcome to Christmas Clatter, the podcast that celebrates everything that makes Christmas special. Be sure to head over to our website, christmasclatter.com. There you'll find our weekly blog posts. You can also sign up for our free monthly email newsletter, Clatter Chatter. You can also send me a message via email at todd at christmasclatter.com. And if you like what you hear, please leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. Hi, welcome back to Christmas Clatter. I'm Todd Killian. Well, April's just about passed. Just a few weeks ago, we had the Hallmark Dream Book come out. I hope you guys had a chance to get it. If you haven't, go to your local Hallmark store. They should. It was a stellar year for the ornaments. Get your wish list in as soon as you can to hopefully ensure that you get the ones you want. It's a nice little Christmas treat to have that dream book come out every year in April. Uh, One little announcement for the Christmas cons. That's for entertainment who puts on the Christmas cons has announced that the June Pasadena Christmas con has been postponed to August 5th, 6th, and 7th of 2022. They just didn't feel that uh, things would be ready or the environment would be conducive to having a Christmas con with the crowds and with the people and the guests to where everybody can be safe and enjoy themselves. And it was it was a smart move. Just move it back. There'll be plenty of time to have it in August of 2022. But if you're interested in more information on that, just head over to that's the number four entertainment.com and they'll have the, all the information there for you. Well, May is going to be a big month here in Christmas Clatter. We will be celebrating two years of podcasting. And I can't believe it's been two years already. It just seems like it's flown by and kind of as a launch for the two year anniversary, I decided to launch a Patreon. So if you're so inclined, you could be a, so you can be a partner with the podcast and help keep Christmas hope alive every day. Tears start at just $1 a month, and they go up from there with plenty of goodies and extras that uh, you can uh, be involved in. I'm just thrilled to death that you would take time to listen to this podcast, much less do anything else. So if uh, if you feel so inspired, head over to the Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Clatter. Sign up. We're having a little two-week special for anybody that signs up here in the first two weeks. You will get a Special shout out on the podcast from myself as a thank you for being a partner. So just head on over there. Something new with the podcast is the YouTube channel. You might have seen the launch, but uh, I got one video up unboxing the Keepsake Ornament Club box. And there, I guess I'll have, when you hear this, I'll have two videos up because my interview with Chris from Christmas Time in the City, which is getting ready to play, will be on YouTube as well. But uh, if you could do me a big favor, and head over to my YouTube channel, links in the show notes, and just hit the subscribe button. Subscribe on YouTube, it costs zero money, and it would really help out the YouTube channel a lot. I'm trying to hit my goal of 100 subscribers by the end of April, and I am oh so close. So if you could just do me that solid and head over to YouTube and click subscribe, I would greatly appreciate it. Well, speaking of YouTube, I have a Great talk with Chris with the C from Christmas Time in the City. Uh, he and his wife Chris have also launched Christmas Time in the City YouTube. Uh, we feel that Christmas content on YouTube is underserved. Now you can go to YouTube and find all kinds of great Christmas music and all kinds of weird Christmas music. But as far as like traditional Christmas, well, not traditional Christmas, but traditional YouTube content for Christmas, it's Seems a little bit lacking, so we hopefully are beginning the process to remedy that. So here is a very special discussion with one of my favorite podcasters, Chris from Christmas Time in the City. Well, joining me here on Christmas Clatter is uh, Chris with a C from Christmas Time in the City. He's no stranger to Christmas Clatter. You've heard him and his wife. You've heard him. With Manny recasting Christmas Vacation, he's been a judge on uh, Merry Melees, and uh, he's got a bigger role coming up on Merry Melees uh, we'll get to later. But first, 
The reason I invited Chris on is uh, much like myself about, I don't know, a month and a half ago, two months ago, him and uh, his wife, Chris, launched Christmas Time in the City YouTube. So welcome, Chris, and uh, tell us what uh, inspired you guys to jump you know, from just podcasting to also putting it up on YouTube. Well, hello, and thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. Um, I watch a lot of YouTube. Uh, we're about... 10 years off of getting rid of cable. So I find myself watching a lot more YouTube videos and I'm not sure if it was necessarily when we started the podcast or maybe a little bit before, but I, I, my YouTube algorithm just feeds me all these like New York walking videos and all these like other things and stuff. And I just kind of figured like, well, I could do that because I, I walk around New York all the time. So it sort of made sense to try to figure out how to do that. And, the other kind of things we're working with are just sort of formats that I kind of like watching. So I figured if there's ways I can kind of plug that into the YouTube channel, I figured I would do it. So it's something to do. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's really cool. I, when I first started the podcast, I started the podcast in will be two years this May. So from May to September, I decided I just launched my very first podcast ever of doing anything like it. And I was like, I'll get into YouTube as well. And, uh, I put out a few things and, uh, it, it's not that I didn't want to, it's just learning to podcast and learning to YouTube at the same time was uh, a, a bit too daunting of a task. So, uh, YouTube had to be put on hold, but my, um, podcast host at the time allowed me to upload the audio straight to YouTube, but it was just my logo. There was no video to it. And I did that for a long time. And I thought, well, the people could at least listen, you know, and I'd get, you know, a handful of listens on YouTube and that was it. And then I switched podcast host and my, my current podcast host doesn't allow that because they're like, I don't know. They, <laughs> I guess they kind of think that nobody wants just to see a, a logo on the screen and, you know, listen. Um, because I guess, not everybody's got YouTube premium where you can black out your phone and still yeah. listen, you know, like a podcast. So, so I, I thought, you know, for, for a two year kind of thing, I'll, I'll launch it and, uh, and start doing some research in it and saw that, you know, there's plenty of Christmas music on YouTube and, uh, you know, videos and lyric videos and all that stuff. But as far as like what I would call like YouTube, um, centric content, like unboxings or reviews or reactions, the Christmas themed ideas are not out there. And you would figure with as many YouTube channels and stuff that, that there are, that there would actually be some out there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting too, because the, the videos you do find are usually not from Christmas specific channels. So it'll just be someone's right. personal like vlog or something. And then they'll mm -hmm. have like an unboxing of something. But it's a, if you can present it in like a branded format, we're like, this is my YouTube channel that showcases all my podcasts, which we also do. We have the audio on our YouTube channel. That's how we started. Chris yeah. would do that during her breaks at work. And it, it does help. Like if, if a handful of people can listen to the podcast on YouTube, then that's fine right. too. But right. if you can put out other content as well, it just gives people more of an incentive to check out the channel and you can kind of push them towards the podcast or the other way around. It, it depends on what, the channel becomes if you become a YouTube podcast channel or a podcast YouTube channel. I don't know. Right. Yeah. See, that's the thing I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with. I'm wanting all my episodes to be up there, but I want to do it like this one where I do a video format so people could watch it if they wanted or, you know, listen. And then, you know, if they go to the podcast itself, they'll get the heart of the interview. There'll be some differences between the two. And, uh, um, you know, because of the, the different formats, but you know, for the most part you can, you know, enjoy it one way or the other, but yeah, you're right. Some of the Christmas content that, you know, it's like, you know, screen rant, you know, top 10 Christmas movies. You didn't know were Christmas movies and it's the same 10 that they put out last year and the year before. Yeah. And it's like, how many videos are about Die Hard as a Christmas movie or not, <laughs> you know, or is going to survive or, or anything like that. But, uh, even like the, you know, cause it's real hot right now. Cause they're getting, you know, the dream books coming out, but the Hallmark ornament thing is really underserved. I figured even Hallmark would be on 
YouTube a little bit more than what they are, but yeah, they have their weird, uh, they have, and it's not weird. I shouldn't say they're weird, but they have their own little podcast with the two ladies that right. do. Yeah. So you think they would have every facet of social media covered on some, on some end. It's weird. They right. don't have that. Right. Well, maybe they'll hire me and you to be their, uh, bubbly sesh, uh, YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we fit the Hallmark mold Two two yeah. uh, chubby bearded guys. <laughs> it's just the other the other uh, perspective of it. You're right, right. But uh, you know, Hallmark, if you want to hire us, we're open to taking offers. Just, sure. Just want to put that out there. But uh, yeah, but uh, I I found I kind of found it really kind of invigorating in a way because it's like you know I started the YouTube. I started the YouTube. I started the podcast, and, you know, and that's really fun and, and get us off, gets it, getting it off the ground and all that. And then you kind of get in a flow, you know, to where when you sit down in front of the mic to talk to somebody or talk about Christmas, it's like you're kind of accustomed to it, you know. And now with YouTube, it's learning a whole bunch of new skills like camera and lightings and things like that. And it's, kind of reinvigorating and uh, it doesn't help that a guy I work with uh, right next to me in the mornings has a YouTube channel that's doing fairly well. So I'm always picking his brain about that kind of stuff. Yeah. It seems like that kind of thing sort of happens just so quickly. Like, like you just, if you just put out content, I feel like that's the formula. If you just keep putting out content, especially like theme content, there's Mm -hmm. no way that it won't succeed. And as we amp up to like the holidays, Mm -hmm. I have, I can't see how, it won't just skyrocket just to say yeah. as like listeners do. Yeah. That, that, that's kind of the thing is, you know, most of our, of course, most of our listenership is going to come through the holiday season. And a lot of people save up every podcast episode and then just binge through them, you know, at the holidays and won't listen year round, which it was, is, which is absolutely fine. I have a feeling the YouTube videos will be the kind of same thing. It, you know, they'll just kind of sit there and then once as the holidays start, start coming through they'll just start hitting that that youtube algorithm everybody's so talks about in such reverence that <laughs> they you know so but it's it's a lot of fun it's going to be um interesting journey as far as i know right now we are the only two podcasts on it i don't know if anybody plans on uh joining in this craze or not I think Brian was putting out stuff a while back. He's obviously got other things going on now, but I th- I, right. I recall seeing like him next to his cardboard uh, fireplace. Right. I had forgotten about that. Brian did put out a few things yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. But it does add like this incredible other huge layer of work yeah. on the people. So <laughs> I, I can see why people wouldn't necessarily want to do it or why he would take a break from it more specifically. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Especially uh, when you're putting out videos that are different than um, your podcast episodes. Yeah. You know, because that's a whole different, you got to, you know, put it together, film it, edit it, put it out there, which is is fun, but it does add, you know, another layer to it. You know, as far as like this episode is going to be on the podcast and on YouTube at the same time. Well, it's like, I'll just pull the audio from the video and, and, you know, once it's edited, it's edited and I just got to copy and paste it you know, into the audio format. So it's not quite as, quite as daunting, but, uh, I have a, I have a feeling that the, uh, Christmas YouTube will, will, will be a thing because, um, it seems like viewership of YouTube is much, much higher than any kind of TV or streaming platform. I think and so. That, Especially yeah. for something like this, where it's kind of like mm-hmm. short order, just little, yeah. t- and you can get it on your phone. It's, right. right. Yeah. Well, and we're like you, we haven't had cable and probably since, 2010 or so. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I'll sit down and it's like, you know, scrolling through what's available on Hulu, Netflix. It's like, well, I don't really want to do a 42 minute view of an episode. Cause I'm kind of one of them people. Once I start an episode, I want to finish it, yeah. you know? And it's like, well, I can't find any, you know, 20 minute, you know, sitcom to watch or anything. So I'll just pull up the YouTube and find a 10 or 12 minute, you know, video of, you know, guy doing some woodworking project, you know, to get some ideas from, or 
a quick tutorial, there's a, you know something that's been stirring in the back of my mind. It's like, how do I do that again? And then you know, and you know, pull that up and and watch it. In fact, my my eight year old she watches almost exclusively YouTube, and uh, she watches people play Minecraft all the time. So. Yeah, that's it's a weird thing. Like I I stumbled on uh, I've been playing it on our YouTube channel. It's called GeoGuessr. And it's sort of same thing. It's kind of like, I don't really play games anymore. I just don't have time Uh for it. But for some reason, like that seems like fascinating to me. So I figured that was something I wanted to share just because Uh I know people like to watch that kind of stuff. I probably Uh wouldn't watch it like normally, like long form, but I know that there's definitely a market for it. So if if people want to watch that kind of stuff, then that's why it's there. Yeah. The other day she was laying in the floor on her elbows and she was playing Minecraft on the switch with her phone leaned against the wall with somebody playing Minecraft on YouTube. And uh, I was like, that's a, that's a, uh, I don't even know what she's not a millennial. She's just eight. I don't even know what that generation's called, but that's, uh, that's unique to, to her as a kid. You know? And it almost feels like, remember when like street fighter or like mortal Kombat or something came out uh, and like, you would get like the game pro codes and whatever, and you right. go to the arcade. That's what, what it feels like. Like she's right. playing the game. But she needs the codes to like actually see like how to make like wood or whatever they do in Minecraft. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I'm not sure. See, see, when I first started playing video games, you had to choose between playing the video game or watching TV. Yeah. You know, you had to make that de- you had to make that decision. <laughs> you know, you couldn't do you couldn't do both at the same time. And-, and now there's some games where you can watch TV in the game and it's just part of the thing. Right. It's so weird. <laughs> it is. It's 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 crazy how it's come along this far, but uh uh, so what kind of you got any youtube content coming up you want to tease uh as the summer comes along i'm and uh new york city starts to open up a little bit more i think i'm probably going to get out a little more and do some more uh filming and maybe doing some more uh walking tours just kind of walk through the city to see yeah. people, if people i think people find it interesting to kind of see like where New York is progressing. I suppose it's a, mm-hmm. it's a weird place that people are very familiar with. I've never been here before sometimes. So it's nice to kind of live vicariously, vicariously through someone so they can do that through me and we can walk yeah. through times square or probably not times square. I don't really have any desire to go to times square, <laughs> but, but there, there's, there, there's certainly places to go check out and things I want to go see. I haven't been to work in over a year. So I would like to maybe see if I remember how to get to work on the train. Maybe that's a video I could possibly do. <laughs> There's all kinds of things to do. Like we, I, we, we mentioned before you, uh, before I think we started recording how you wanted to make a desk. I think yes. maybe making a desk on your YouTube channel would be pretty good footage. <laughs> I watch like Jimmy Duresta all the time. Just make like, like denim bags and stuff. And just, uh-huh. like, I'll, I'll watch it for like 25 minutes. So I, I feel like there's definitely <laughs> an audience for that kind of weird niche stuff, whether it's whatever, but if you can make it into a Christmas stuff, if you're making it into yeah. a Christmas desk, then that's, that, yeah, that definitely comes under the guise of a Christmas theme. Maybe if I can find a like a uh, evergreen tree that's big enough, I could go cut it down and then mill the the lumber out of it. <laughs> well, that's what they do with uh, the the tree at Rockefeller Center. They yeah. mill it down and they use it for a habitat for humanity. So maybe you can maybe try to find one of those houses <laughs> <laughs> and start pulling siding off. It's fine. So yeah, I need this. <laughs> I need 14 of these for my YouTube channel. <laughs> Maybe I could put in a request, you know, can I get a half a dozen boards? Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'll trade you for like real good wood. Yeah. Not like wood that's been sitting in the city for <laughs> for three months getting pooped yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know how dry that pine is. It's, it's going to go up in flames before you know it. Yeah, if I could figure out how to how to turn a desk building into some, I guess I could just play like some Christmas music in the background while I, sure, while I do absolutely. it. Absolutely, you know, I would I would definitely watch that. I've watched weirder <laughs> things, so it wouldn't it wouldn't be anything out of the question for me. Well, you know, when I was researching doing some YouTube stuff, I'm, I'm kind of one of those guys when I get into something, I like over research it. You know, if it's buying something or if it's just something I'm you know wanting to start. Last year in 2020, the most popular. Uh, YouTube subject was snow removal. Okay. Sure. Videos videos that had snow removal were the most popular YouTube videos. And it's like 
That's crazy. I mean, I understand it's cool to watch, you know, for whatever reason, but there was a time when I was watching a lot of uh, tree stump removal videos. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I just, I stumbled on it. When I was a kid, my grandfather had a big tree in the backyard and eventually it died. And we were just left with this big stump. And this is before the internet or before people decided to ask for help. And so he just did whatever he could to get rid of the stump. And so we, what he ended up doing was like drilling these giant, like two inch holes into the stump and just putting like gasoline and, and burnt it. And it burnt, it's, it, it must have been on fire for probably two three days. Oh, and yeah. It's kind of, and it was just kind of just like cinder for a little while. Uh-huh. But I remember I, the, the idea that kind of popped into my head. Obviously, I have no reason to remove stumps. I don't have a backyard or a front yard <laughs> or anything. But I just kind of fell into like a little wormhole and just started watching all these like stump removal videos. So I could totally see how you could just find weird things like snow removal or something like that. Yeah. Really interesting. Yeah. Did they put charcoal on top of it once it got down to ground level? I, well, here's the funny thing. My grandfather apparently didn't do it the most effective way. Right. <laughs> so you need, like, you need charcoal for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't believe he did. I think he just, and I remember my grandmother being pretty vocal about how she was pretty upset that he was doing uh-huh. it as well. So it was, he was just kept putting gasoline on it. I think. Yeah. 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 Use charcoal. I'm not exactly sure how you get it. I remember my grandpa doing it. And he, I remember when it got burnt down closer to like, he took a hammer and smashed the sides in after it was burnt and then he covered it in charcoal and kind of started a fire under it. And that like, let it, I mean, it, it smoldered for a week or better, just kind of just this pure white smoke just coming out. And once you got down, there was like barely any roots left or anything under the ground and and stuff. This is the kind of content I'm into. So I appreciate this. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm big on the reaction videos, um, especially music reaction videos. There's a guy, I can't think of his name, but he's like a classical composer and he reacts to like heavy metal bands that he's never heard of. And he's really cool and funny and, and and it's fun to watch him, you know, uh, react to some of them. And, uh, and I I can't think of his name now or nothing. I'm not subscribed, but he always, you know, pops up in my suggested because I've watched a couple of those videos and stuff, but yeah, that's the kind of thing I like to watch. And, you know, I got my go-tos for, you know, things I follow close, like new rock stars is one I watch quite a bit. And, and, uh, uh Steve Ramsey's a woodworking guy, woodworking from immortals. I really like, yeah, you would dig him. I guarantee I'm, you. I'll give it a chance. I'm, I'm sure that some yeah. device in my, my room is listening to this. And so it'll probably just pop up yeah. in my feed tomorrow. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In fact, in fact, my wife got into uh, woodworking with, uh, for mere mortals because, you know, starting to get into that and was kind of learning a few tips and tricks and, you know, start watching it on TV a little bit. And, and uh, he's he's got a quirky personality that's, that's uh, infectious. So That's something to check out. I'm into that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll learn something So for when you get your tools out of storage. Well, actually, this is <laughs> we we uh we have a two bedroom apartment, which in, in New York City is is uh is saying something. I don't want to mm-hmm. say it's a status symbol, but it's a status symbol. <laughs> You're killing it. Yeah, and uh, so before we had the baby, the back room was my little workshop and just like kind of our office area. And then when when we started redecorating for the um, when he was born the workshop got pushed into a corner and it's still there. It's we, we have uh-huh. like a curtain over it and there's a bookshelf in front. So we can't really get to it, but all my stuff is there, but I had it so well organized. I have, I have like a pegboard and all this other stuff, but I, so much of the time I can't get over it to that corner. Cause there's just accumulation of all this old clothes that we have to try to figure out to get rid of every six months uh-huh. that, that I have to, I just like throw things in that corner. So there's just like <laughs> screwdrivers all over the place. If I went over there, I would like have an anxiety attack with all the, how everything's out of order there. But like, yeah. I, I still have all my tools. I just don't have anything to do with them or I can't yeah. really access them. Yeah. I need to go through and do a big tool, tool roundup. Cause I had projects in the basement I was working on. So there's a few down here and then in the garage, they're kind of scattered all over the place because I was working on something and then winter hit like all of a sudden and it got way too cold to be out in the garage. And, uh, and, now it's it's nice enough to be out there, but I just haven't had the opportunity to get out there and get it 
get it spruced back up. So it's a good thing about editing and get these uh, lulls taken out. Unless it's <laughs> for like the you're playing the actual like are you are you going to edit the YouTube version as well? Yeah, yeah, I'll okay. edit it down. Um, I'm actually um, Riverside has this new beta feature where they supposedly mix it all for you, and even the video they'll do it for you. It's in beta, but I always run it just to see how well it does. Yeah, you know, and it's like, well, if it's going to be good enough, I'll just use that, <laughs> you know, and save myself some headache. But uh, yeah, I'll, cl- I'll I'll trim it up a little bit. I won't do a lot to it, but I'll trim it up a little bit. We've been doing the uh, how you doing episodes, the kind of longer form chat episodes. It's mm-hmm. more more or less just as a reason to talk to people, as opposed right. to just kind of talking to ourselves about things that we already kind of already know at this point. Uh-huh. And uh, we've been putting the unedited versions on YouTube, but then I then I'll go back and do the podcast version. The podcast version ends up being a lot more tedious and time consuming because I uh-huh. I'll just like put like little like audio clips and I have a bunch of things to to do. But I don't don't think I'm uh, coordinated enough to edit that as we go. Like I know you have the the thing with the buttons and stuff, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure I wouldn't be able to do that while we were going. <laughs> it would just it would be a huge distraction. See, I was I was going to try that. You know, where I could like, uh, like if you're monologuing, I can make you big and then I'll be small and then vice versa. And I was like, nope, I'll take care of all that in post because (laughs) I don't, I don't, uh, you know, I need to give it a test run, you know, before on, on, you know, something that I don't plan, you know, just maybe like get a couple people on here and just to chat and record it, but not really have any plans of releasing it just so I can practice. Yeah. You know, be like, hey, you guys want to hop on and kill an hour so I can get some practice making screens big and small? You know? <laughs> so, but, uh, but it's just one of those things you got to learn because, if, you know, eventually when you're doing YouTube, eventually one of the, one of the goals is to do live streaming. Uh, so you can talk to people live, which is uh, something, a chance, you know, doesn't get to happen with a traditional podcast. You don't get to, you know, talk with people live and get, live comments and reaction from them. And I have the Mary Maley series, which I would love to take to a live stream so people can uh, see it as it happens and see the looks on the fighters faces and judges faces and be able to comment, you know, uh, with their uh, remarks and their ideas, you know, they're on the spot. And uh, so, you know, that's kind of one of my goals for, for YouTube coming up. It won't happen. I have, um, we're recording the Mary Maley four, which is the championship uh, next week. Um, the 22nd is when it is, is when we're going to record it and it should drop a week or two after that. But, uh, so I didn't want to, you know, change course too much for that, but, uh, I'm hoping to start up season two, hopefully in July and then, you know, be able to have live streams and stuff. And, uh, I had asked you and, uh, Jerry D from totally rad Christmas to come and, as a change up to the Maryland melees, we're going to have uh, you and Jerry as permanent judges uh, for the season two, helping me, uh, you know, figure out questions and getting it organized and, and things like that. And I appreciate you hopping on board and, and taking part of that and, uh, and being a part of Mary melee in that way. Well, I was, I was honored that you asked and I'm always looking for things to do that get me <laughs> out of my responsibilities. at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a good one. Um, uh, Jerry won't be a. We're gonna have a special merry melee called Me- uh, Melee in the UK with some of our uh, uh, listeners over there and podcasters from over there. And I'm gonna have you and Anthony help me with that because you guys have a a great uh, knowledge of uh, uh, yes the BBC and Christmas programs from over there. So that should be fun. And then. Uh, little teaser for for the listeners uh hopefully uh i'll get to participate in uh as a fighter coming up and jerry's agreed to host if if i can fight so that'll put uh, a lot of responsibility on you and him to come up with the questions and not tell me about them and come up with a couple of fighters for me to uh completely obliterate so. <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> <laughs> very confident i admire it 
Well, yeah, have fun with it, you know. Well, like ultimately, you're the one that's going to be editing it, so anything's possible. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's a great idea. <laughs> be like, I award the point to Todd. <laughs> 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 it's a clean sweep. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I might have to come out with a version of that just for fun. So. <laughs> <laughs> that would be oh. really funny. Oh, especially if Anth- if I'm fighting Anthony, that'd be great. <laughs> his head would explode. Literally, his head would explode. <laughs> and then don't, just don't mention it at all. Just be like, yeah, that right. episode that you did comes out. And then he listens to it. And it's like, Wait a minute. What happened? That's not what I remember. Oh, especially if you end up winning, you know. (laughs) Oh, which I doubt would happen. I doubt he will ever win. (laughs) Oh, I was talking to him the other day because Tom's in the championship and he's like, I'm really so torn. He's like, I want Tom to win because I want the championship to come to Tis the Podcast, but then. I don't want to have to live with Tom. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's uh, that's a conundrum. Right. So. I said, well, you just have to, you know, figure out which one, you know, you want to happen more. Either, yeah. You know, either you want the championship or you just don't want to put up with Tom. So. <laughs> Well, now, now I know there's a little bit extra involved. I can't wait to listen to it. Yeah, the stakes are much higher. Yeah, yeah. Have have the championship, and then uh, my my goal for the melees is to um, bring back the champion for you know a regular fight, non title fight, and then you know to end the season, whoever comes out of the tournament do a one on one battle, like championship bout kind of thing, and uh, see if you know see if we can keep it going that way. I, I may have, you know, after the season two, I might have to put the brakes on it because, man, it's kind of tough to come up with Christmas themed questions to, uh, you know, keep it going, keep it interesting without asking the same questions all the time. So if any of the listeners out there have any melee questions, feel free to just DM me at any time or email them to me. <laughs> Please <laughs> you, give me ideas, whatever yeah, you possibly can. Anything. It doesn't matter how good or bad you think it is, even if it's a bad idea. Send it to me because you just never know what you know that train of thought will 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 spur yeah. on. It might spark you know? some other good idea, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, and also, uh, listeners, if you want to participate as a fighter, you know, shoot me a message as well. We'll get you on, and uh, and uh, you can uh, battle that with your favorite Christmas podcaster. What an opportunity, right? Yeah, can you imagine like two or three years ago, having the opportunity to do that. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like you can go and just, I would jump on that like a heart. Dog. I was oh, really yeah. into Christmas podcasts before, like before <laughs> we started one. It was just like, and so like to, like to come as far as we've come and to that now it's like a weird thing. It's like, what is life? It's such a weird, it's small, it's a, it's a, it's a micro victory almost. Right. It's still like a really cool thing. So it's just, it's just, it's just really weird situation that's occurred. I don't know. Right. Yeah, it is because I remember being such a fan, you know, of, you know, of Brian and Christmas past and of Tim and, and the guys at Tis the podcast. And now it's like, you know, I'm all the time harassing Anthony about stuff and, yeah, you know, and, and sending Brian, you know, messages about things or, you know, he sent me some, uh, you know, uh, pictures not long ago of, of his baby and stuff like that. And, and show, you know, show me a new project he's working on and, you know, ask for some help and it's like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. What happened, what happened here, you know? And then people are contacting me and be like, Hey, how do you start a podcast? Like, I don't know. I'll just, yeah. Just, here's what, here's what I did. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Put out 10 yeah. and never listen to them ever again. <laughs> right. <laughs> and never suggest anyone listen to those ones first. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, well, my, a friend I made through this progress, uh, Ken Smith from uh, Faces the Places podcast. I know Ken a little bit. Me and him have chatted a little bit. Yeah, he's a he's a good guy, real good guy. I've, I've really 
grown to like Ken quite a bit. He uh, he messaged me the other day. He's like, I'm going back and listening to your first episode. And I'm like, please don't. <laughs> please, please don't. <laughs> it's like 14 minutes of gobbledygook, I guess, for the lack of a better word. But yeah. <laughs> so, like there's so many others you could choose from. Just not that one. So. It feels like almost every one of our episodes, there's an evolution of like, it just right. changes a little bit. It gets, gets a little bit better. So it's just like the idea yeah. of going back to listen to the first ones or just, I would not want to do it. No, no. That's what I tell people when they get started. It's like the, the, the leap you make from episode one to two is light years. You just leap so much from episode one to two. And you, it's like every episode through like about 12, you make, you know, grand improvements you know and then once 12 you kind of level out and then you start tweaking things and getting more fine detailed with it but it's just yeah, one of those things you just you just got to record it and get it out that's I the only way to start eventually like at least for me like you start to like kind of understand like the software more mm-hmm. and, you can, and then once you kind of understand like what it what it, what it can do and like what you can do with it then it becomes mm-hmm. much more interesting i remember when i was in middle school in like 92 or 93 or something, mm-hmm. there was a an elective class called technology. It was just like called technology. And there was different um, little like portal things you'd go to around the room and you could learn like how to cook a hot dog with the sun or whatever else. You could, there was a la- there was a laser uh, laser pointer portal, which literally the laser pointer was like a two by four with like a, a washing machine plug on the back of it. It was like so hardcore and intense and it made the, <laughs> it still made the smallest little red light. <laughs> but one of the, one of the portals there was uh, a radio station. I remember spending some time at that one and just being like, this is pretty cool. This is, right. it, it was, it was before like computers were really something. So it was just, it was more like just copy and pasting and like some mm-hmm. like DOS program or something. But right. even then I was sort of, it was just like, man, that's kind of a fun thing. And so when I started to do the podcast, I immediately remember that. I was like, oh, I, I learned this in school. Like, I, I don't remember any other time in my life when I've immediately <laughs> remembered something from school and been like, that's very helpful. <laughs> Except yeah. for that. Yeah. See, my dad uh, was a broadcast engineer for local TV station. And uh, for good Lord, nearly 40 years, if not just a, a few ticks over 40 years. And uh, I remember like graduating high school and, and, uh, it's like your senior year, they give you that uh, test. That's like what you'll be good at, you know? And they're like, engineer, you should be an engineer. I'm like, I'm not being an engineer. Cause my dad's an engineer and I don't want to do that. And, you know, just the angsty teenager and stuff. And, and it's like, I go to school and I thought I saw one guy doing some engineering classes. I'm like, that looks interesting, but I'm not going to do it. Cause that's what my dad did. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And then I'll start doing this stuff and I start editing audio and editing you know, video, which is different than what he did, but you know, it was kind of the same, same thing, but it's like, I really like editing. <laughs> you know, everybody talks about the editing part being so horrible. It's like, I really like it. I like seeing how good I can make it sound or yeah, how I can make uh, you know, trying to edit videos, you know, see if I can make logos, you know, spin and twist and pop up and down and do different things. And it's like, I like the editing. It's I don't like having to fix problems while I'm editing. Which right. like everything's going fluidly and I'm having fun with it. And I'm yeah. just like finding like cool like clips and mm-hmm. I'm like pulling things from YouTube and like I'm having a good time. Then that's yeah. fine. But if it's like all of a sudden I can't hear the microphone, then I'm like, then I'm like oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that that's the point of editing that I don't care for. But it's you do what you, you do what you gotta do and you take the bad for the good. Right. <clears throat> all right. Luckily, some of that, a lot of that's solved with the software anymore. But sometimes it's like, oh my goodness, how am I going to do this? And and uh, you just kind of got to troubleshoot your way through. And I don't even know how I edited my first handful of episodes. Uh, it it must have took me days to <laughs> to get through them. You know that that first episode I said was like fourteen minutes. That had to be like fourteen days worth of editing. You know, and it, well, it's so funny. The things you can learn from YouTube, like it, uh-huh. it feels very much like the Matrix in that regard. Like where right. they, they learn how to like fly a helicopter, like almost immediately. Yeah, like that. It's if you can just that, that's how I learn how to do a lot of like the things with uh-huh. first with, with Audacity and like originally like 
voice meters and stuff, things like that. I all learned them right. from YouTube. And then as I kind of progressed on, like you learn more, more things like that. But it, it's interesting how that kind of all just like, that's how I learn things now, I guess. it's just- Yeah, I, absolutely. I think a lot of people do because I, I do as well. It's like, you know, trying to figure out a few things. It's like, I just, I don't even like go to Google's homepage. I just go to YouTube and it's like, yeah. you know, how do I, you know, you know, get my, you know, edit my closed captions in YouTube and then watch a video on YouTube on how to fix my problem on YouTube or, you know, um, you know, how do I, you know, you know, make this cut on my table saw or make this jig or, you know, and that's kind of a cool thing about, you know, us putting Christmas content on YouTube is it just, it gets it out there. So it's in, it's in the Google verse a little bit more than what it is. And, and, it makes it easier to find when you have things on YouTube. In fact, when you do a Google search now, one of the first, you know, if you're looking for something, you know, some of the first suggestions are YouTube videos mm-hmm. and YouTube will even take like a section of video and like this minute and a half of this video and they'll pinpoint it to you and be like, this is what you're looking for. Yeah. You know, and in the videos that people haven't even chapter marked, you know, or anything like that, it's less just the, the algorithm that is, you know, the Google machine will, pick out that minute and a half of whatever you need and suggest it to you instead of sending you to a, you know, an article or a chat room or a blog or anything like that. And you watch it for a minute and a half, watch it again. And if you didn't get it all, you know, three minutes, you know what you need to do and you just go do it, you know? So it's really quite amazing. I, when I had a job, I, this is a little bit of pulling the curtain back. I won't, I don't think I've ever mentioned where I work where I work specifically, which is good because I probably get in trouble, but I worked at a culinary school doing um, like private events and like uh, cooking classes for like groups of people who would come in for like, like if it was like a birthday party or like a law firm would come in for like a team building thing, I would show them how to make stuff. And it would usually be things that are pretty easy. Like you had a grilled chicken or whatever else or make sushi. One of the things we would do um, is pasta making. And so I wouldn't have any say in the menu. I would just get like the booklet and it would say, all right, teach them how to make tagliatelle pasta or something. And I'm not Italian. I don't really know much about pasta. And so originally when I got the the first booklet, I was like, I need to use the restroom real quick. And so I went to the restroom and sat in the bathroom and learned how to make the tagliatelle <laughs> pasta. And I, I was like, all right, let's, let's go do it. <laughs> That's great. That's a great story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I wonder how many people have a similar story to that. That's fantastic. You know. I'm sure it seems it's, it's got to be something that happens constantly. Where yeah. just like you use you utilize what technology or YouTube to figure out an answer and overcome yeah. the problem as quickly as possible. Well, it's and, even and, like and, if, and then pretend like it's you, like you figured it out, like you already knew it, right? Like, it's like it's even like, if uh, you have a breakdown on like your washing machine or something, you can find somebody on YouTube repairing the exact problem you have on the se- exact same make and model. Sure. You know, and you know, it's, it's like a guy with like three subscribers and this video has like, you know, 2000 views or something because there's, you know, 2000 of those machines sold and you're able to watch it and fix it and, and I'm sure if you watched it, like on his end, like the analytics of it, you would see like people just watched from like minute two to minute four, and that was it. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, how do I pop the hatch on this particular thing here? Oh, that's a you know. So I did that. that too for sure when we got our car. It's like the hood. I had no idea how to open the hood. Yeah. I'm, I'm, and I'm pretty sure I looked it up at least two or three times. As uh-huh. well. So just like, like, and like very subtly, like, how do you open the hood of a Jeep Renegade? <laughs> and it's, it's, it's like a stupidest little thing, but like, I just couldn't remember it. Cause I was, cause it was, it was not how my old car was. So I couldn't figure right. it out. But then you, then you do. And you're like, all right, now I know. Thank you, YouTube. Yeah. Well, on, on my truck, the key fob broke on it. And so I called, I called the dealership and they wanted like $60 for one fob and to get it programmed. I was like, that seems really expensive. And so I found two key fobs, just like the ones I had that was compatible on Amazon for twelve dollars. Nice. But they weren't programmed. So I'm like, I'm gonna roll the dice, twelve dollars versus sixty dollars. And so I set out in my truck with both key fobs, had the YouTube on my phone 
the program, you know, 2010 F-150. Went yeah. out there, got the first one done, did the second one. I'm like, I just saved myself 50 bucks, nice. you know, so. <laughs> but, yes, yeah, it's really got to put a hurting on some of that market, you know, people making money on that stuff because it's made it so, you know, expanded so much knowledge and. Yeah, it's it's nice to see. I mean, I'm sure there's also a lot of negative things on YouTube, but it's nice oh, yeah. to see communally what people are capable of pr- presenting right. to other people, like with, with like the the nicest of intentions as well. Like, let me show you how to crochet or something, and just like, mm-hmm. please show me how to crochet. <laughs> like, or yeah. something, something as insignificant as that, where it's like someone's taking the time to go through the effort to like present something to you is just mm-hmm. it's it's such a nice thing as well. Yeah. It is, and the the cool thing about YouTube is the suggestions will keep just suggesting stuff you've watched, and and then you know, so you know, if you're you're staying on on things that are kind of have that positive attitude, you'll you'll never go down those darker darker rabbit holes of YouTube, and they try to keep a lot of that junk off, you know, as yeah. best they can. It's got to be nearly impossible because I think there's, I forget the number, but it's. I've seen how many videos are uploaded every day and how many minutes are watched and stuff like that. And I don't even know where they're storing all the data at to tell you the truth. It's, I think about that sometimes and I don't, I don't have any idea. How does that even work? Like I don't yeah. know, where is the cloud? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> right. It's like, <laughs> yeah. And now you got all these people popping up all these 4k videos and it's like, you yeah. know, they're crashing people's computers at home because they can't render the video. It's like, where are you guys storing it at? <laughs> You know, or some underwater base somewhere, or or what? You know, <laughs> Oprah's shoe closet. I mean, that's the only <laughs> place I can think of that's big enough to <laughs> to house it all. But <laughs> but <clears throat> it'd be good to uh, get a few more Christmas podcasts on YouTube with us. Maybe we can talk to. Uh, you know, we talked about Tom and Anthony and, and Juliet to his podcast. Maybe we can get them to to hop on and and start a thing because uh, uh, those uh, Tom and Anthony rants or, or or something. Maybe watching them live would be uh, pretty hilarious. I saw something on I don't know what it was, but. Um... I get a, I'm sure you probably do as well. I get a lot of ads for how to improve your social media or how to improve your podcast and stuff. Right. And I don't, I don't say, I don't, I don't care about any of them. I, don't, I, I always say not interested because I don't want to hear, I don't want to read that kind of stuff. But I saw right. one and it was a video about how to get more listens or something. And the, the guy said, if you record your podcast, if you video record it, then just put that out, which is, yeah. which is why we started doing ours like that. Mm-hmm. because uh you, you're, you're sitting on something that could potentially people are going to watch and then if there's something that they can engage with more than just a voice then they'll do that so if you're doing like three-way video chats with people there's no reason not to just throw it out there and if, if it's, it's, you can even say like this is an unedited whatever <clears throat> this and that but if you have the the file you might as well just put it out there right right <clears throat> that's one of the reasons i got into this is really going to be inside the the podcast world especially here uh, stuff I'm doing. That's one reason I gotten so um, really working on uh, getting a transcript of every episode. Um, and YouTube, one of the you know one of the reasons I, I just uh, you know wanted to do YouTube. One of the benefits of it was you know Google will auto caption your video for you. Now it's not perfect, and you can go in and clean it up and and make it right. You know, and it's not hard to do. <clears throat> But then I can take the the file that is the closed caption. I can attach it to my podcast, and so if there's any you know podcast hosts that are you know like on Spotify, you can do lyric mode where if you're listening to a song, the lyrics pop up, and so you know they think that's going to be something new for podcasters for people maybe that you know have hearing impairments so that they can at least you know read along as as the podcast goes along, or it can also go for uh, being translated, you know, uh, kind of like subtitles, but that's the other thing is it's like, I have all this dialogue, but if I can get it down in paper, then I can put parts of it in the newsletter, parts of it in the blog, because I have found out that the newsletter audience 
and the blog audience and the podcast audience, even though there's overlap of some people, they're kind of three separate audiences because they're not at 100%, you know, uh, consumers of, of the other platform. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, it's like I'm having to create three different forms of, of content for them. It's like, well, if I got all this stuff, why don't I kind of recycle it and, and, and make it useful for the other ones as well. And uh, so that's some real inside of the, yeah. Insider thought of, of what I'm, I'm doing here with Christmas clatter. You're pulling back the curtain. Yeah. People. Really pulling it back. But. <laughs> Let them in. Let them see yeah. what's going on. Yeah. That's the other thing about YouTube is people get to see you and, and you know, put a fa face with you and, and uh, feel like they get to know you a little bit better. And yeah, and that always makes for a stronger community too. There's, there's one podcast that I listen to every now and again that I think would be the one exception that I wouldn't want to see what the guy looks like. It's a, it's a sleeping aid podcast where like you just play it like, like while you're, like when you're getting ready to go to bed and like as you right. fall asleep and basically the guy talks normal when he, and then, but talks about like, just he'll, he'll like talk about the good place or something like, like an entire episode. Right. And eventually he'll kind of just ramble a little bit on and on and on. And to where like, I'll, I, I can fall asleep in like probably 10 minutes listening to this guy. But I feel like if I knew what he looked like, it would just distract me too much. <laughs> yeah. So I need him to be like a floating voice out in the world. That 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 podcast is uh, Sleep With Me, by the way. Anyone that's listening, okay. it works really well. It's a, it's a really interesting podcast. You can just ask your smart speaker, and I think it'll usually just fire it up. Yeah, I usually don't have much problem going to sleep when I'm sitting on the couch. It's just when I go, <laughs> go lay in the bed to fall asleep. <laughs> it's like, can't stay awake in the living room, but as soon as you get... You get to go to bed. It's like, can't fall asleep now. So I have to check that out and see what it's all about. But it sounds yeah, it's great. a pretty good one. Sounds great. But, uh, yeah. <clears throat> it's going to be interesting to see uh, what YouTube ideas come up closer to the holidays because, you know, that's when things really get busy for us and I have to make sure some, some things get put in the hopper so I'm not running behind on it. But, uh are you planning on doing things like uh, like recording out and about, or are you just mostly doing things in in the cave, as it were? Probably, probably mostly cave. I have a few out and about ideas, mm -hmm. um, but I'm not sure if I'm quite ready for those. Gotcha. You know, um, as far as you know, getting them the way the way I want them and and, mm -hmm. and stuff. So I might table those for maybe next se the season after 2022 but you know got plenty of plan that in here my set behind me is going to change up a little bit here in the near future and uh you know kind of get things organized and situated and and uh have a new look but uh, <clears throat> but it should be fun but like i said i don't think i'm quite ready for the out and about stuff yeah, it's a it's a weird thing. I I've done a couple live streams and like walking things where, like I ha I have the the little gimbal thing and like I put my uh -huh. phone on it and it's it's very weird to walk around and record things, but mm -hmm. it's a little bit less weird here because there's so many people and there's specifically so many people <clears throat> doing the exact same thing, whether they're right. recording for their for themselves or for their own little YouTube channel or something. Right. But there, it's a lot more. Uh, socially normal here i guess but right. i i still have a real problem like talking into like, there's no way i'd be able to talk into my phone walking down the street somewhere so if anything like it'll just be like me recording me walking somewhere and maybe some dialogue over it but it's it's a weird thing to to set up a camera somewhere and talk directly into it like outside of chipotle or something or wherever you end up <laughs> yeah see so, yeah, uh christmas 2019 um i got a, a gimbal uh, for my, for my phone so I could record some stuff because I, uh, we were planning on going to some of the Christmas cons and then uh, 2020 happened. So it's yeah. just, it's still in my drawer over here and I pulled it out the other day and, and, and messed around with it and stuff. But it was like, uh, maybe one of these days we'll get back out there. But, uh, you know, cause you know, 
unlike you around here, I, I guess I could go back and revisit, you know, your log cabin when it comes open and film a little bit better video since I have a little bit, you know, uh, I don't want to say better skill, but probably know a little bit more what I'm doing and, and, uh, how to do it. And, you know, other than that, I'd really have to search for, for some things to put yeah. up, but, but, uh, you know, guess I could do another cookie day. I kind of just let cookie day go by this past year. So I could, you know, get into that a little bit, a little bit more video, maybe yeah, live, it, live stream at cookie day or something. A live stream on cookie day would be a really good idea. Yeah. That's yeah. really good idea. I'm writing that down right yeah. now. Before I forget, live stream at Cookie D. Yep. <clears throat> you can have like a cookie camera and just have it on the table. Oh, yeah. Yeah, have a cookie camera. That'd be good. That'd be good. Now, this is an original idea, but I guess I could do a, a guess that cookie where I put a whole cookie in my mouth and... No, that's not how it works. <laughs> I put a whole cookie in my mouth. Step I one, I put a whole cookie in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what game. I don't get. I don't care what game we're playing. I'm putting a whole cookie in my mouth. <laughs> Not what it is. What what I could do is be like, put a whole cookie in my mouth. We got that. <laughs> and then say like a Chris. And then say like a Christmas phrase, and you have to guess it. So I'd like put a whole cookie in my mouth, which I established already. And yeah. Try to say, have yourself a merry little Christmas, with a whole cookie in my mouth, and then you know, first person guesses it, gets to win bragging rights you know or, yeah that's a fun game for sure yeah especially the part about me but the cookie the whole <laughs> cookie in my mouth. well and you got to play more than like one round like at least right. like five or six rounds right right <laughs> so i'll be like all right this is gonna be hard because i'm using the marshmallow sandwich cookie so it's gonna be really hard it's a real thicky thick and sticky cookie so you know i got a real complicated phrase here and then yeah. the, the thumbnail should be after you've eaten all the cookies, just like looking just like kind of just like miserable into the camera. <laughs> oh my god. I'm writing this down too, Chris. <laughs> Put a whole cookie in my mouth. <laughs> See, these are the notes that like I that I write like after my like, I dream. And I'll right. look later and I'm like, put a whole cookie in my mouth. Like Billy Joel writes whole songs, and I just write about putting a cookie in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great! That's great. I had a I had a melee. Speaking of you know, right right notes. I woke up the other night and I had a melee question in my head, and I like had to type it out on my phone right then because I was like, "This is too good. I can't let it go." It's like in the middle of the night. You know, wake up thinking of melee questions and stuff, and. Once we're done recording, I'll let I'll let you know because I wanted to keep it a surprise for for our melee. But uh, I was really happy with it, and it's like, man, hopefully I get a few more like that. But <laughs> yeah, well, some of the best ideas come, and also some of the worst ideas come. I guess that way. Right, right. Well, I'm definitely going to be titling this episode. I put a whole cookie in my mouth. <laughs> step one i put a whole cookie in my mouth <laughs> you know someone told me it's like you know you really got to pay attention to how you title your youtube videos and blah 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 and i'm like i don't title them anything i just find the funniest phrase or the phrase that sticks out when i'm and just give it that title you know it's something to look forward to as a listener you can try to figure right. out what that means right right it's like you know it's like the last episode was you know with uh, lillian it was uh, all about the, you know, the Christmas blues and stuff. And she said the phrase about, she didn't put out her turkey dishes. And it's like, I don't even know what turkey dishes are. cool. So, so that was the name of the title, you know? So. <laughs> oh, mercy. Well, man, we've been rolling nearly an hour, man. But, uh, um, I appreciate you joining me here on Christmas Clatter, and uh, we'll definitely have to get together and collaborate our two YouTube channels together, get get some kind of something going on there, and uh, let everybody know where they can find you in Christmas time in the city. You can find our podcast wherever you find podcasts. That's It goes without saying at this point, so just look on yep. the app that you use. It's there. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Instagram, 
all as Christmas Time in the City podcast. You can check out our YouTube channel, which we've been talking about. That's also Christmas Time in the City podcast. We don't have a custom URL yet because we are incredibly short on subscribers. So if you mm-hmm. care to, go ahead and subscribe so we can snag that Christmas Time in the City URL as quickly as possible. That's basically where you can find us and – yeah, just we're most places, not like TikTok or anything. I don't do that. I don't have time for that. Yeah, no, no. And uh, <clears throat> all those links for their social medias and their YouTube will be in the description in the show notes so you guys can get to them very quickly. And I do encourage you guys to go to their YouTube channel and hit the uh, subscribe button. Uh, it helps out. Uh, you know, every YouTuber says it, how much it helps out, and they're not lying. It really does help. And, uh, just takes a few minutes. And uh, for those listening, watching on YouTube here on Christmas Clutter, uh, reach down and hit that uh, subscribe button as well. And Chris, thanks so much. Thank you. All right. <laughs> thanks for joining me here on Christmas Clatter. Be sure to check out our website, christmasclatter.com. Email me at Todd at ChristmasClatter.com. Christmas Clatter is a proud presentation of the Christmas Podcast Network. And remember, keep Christmas hope alive every day.